So how are you feeling? I'm feeling all right. Feeling mm. good. Kind of slept like crap last night. It just kind of happens. Elaborate. Uh, you know, I'm connected to my chemo, which has never really been an issue, but it's still always like it's just another step. It's just <laughs> another where I can't just take off my clothes, jump in bed, call it a night. Uh. I got to take off my clothes, unwrap my chemo pack, place it beside me, mm-hmm. and then... I don't know. It's just stupid. And then showering, I have to put it on the toilet tank, and I only have so much room. <laughs> it's just a process. This question is for the ladies and some guys. Some guys. Statistically. Statistically. It's gotta be this guys. question has to be for some guys as well. <clears throat> when you say take off your clothes, yeah. what does that mean? Shirt. Everything but my boxers, pretty much. You sleep in boxers? Yeah. Okay. I don't wear boxers, I wear briefs, so I, I typically wear uh, uh, normally my... Whitey tighties. Uh, <laughs> well, normally I wear shorts. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I have no I have no whiteies. Right. I, I don't have I don't have any whiteies. Yeah. Oh, you're racist. But you're not wrong. <laughs> that's uh yep. That's a bad joke. But anyway. it, but it's against the whiteies, so there you go. Right? Yeah. So that's fair? That's fair. <laughs> like <laughs> anyway. If, if, are people okay with it if it's if you're anti whitey? Right. Whitey had his day. I don't, and I mean, I understand I'm in that group, but I don't know. We've got, we've gotten away with too much shit. It's time to dial it back a notch. So yeah, no whiteies in my drawer. And, uh, and then like some sort of shorts. I've got this thing. I don't know if you have this thing, but if you're wearing boxers, maybe you wouldn't know. I don't know. I don't like the, I don't like the feeling of my skin on my skin. Yeah, I see what you mean. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't like the feeling <clears throat> if I just try to sleep. Uh, you're welcome for everybody uh, that's listening to this <laughs> conversation. It's a real thing. <laughs> I don't like the feeling of one leg touching another on my on my thighs. Oh, that's the direction you're and taking. I, and and I, I just don't like that. And well, and I and in addition to that. Yeah, I mean, you've got your got your ball sack you, on your thigh. I yeah, guess, in the middle I, of August. I wasn't going to use <laughs> no. such an eloquent. Well, uh, let's get to the choice point. of words. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I'm not. I I don't for some reason like my my calves, my feet. You know, if those are touching, it's it's fine. Yeah. Obviously, you're. Your your uh, arms, you know, up up against your your side, your torso. That that doesn't bother me, but something about my my thighs touching while I'm sleeping, mm. I don't like it. So I I always wear shorts, yeah, of some kind. But you know, wearing uh, briefs, it's easier to you know. Then you don't have, uh, as you so eloquently put it, your ball sack, <laughs> yeah. Uh, touching other other works. areas. See, yeah, it works. So yeah, I do that. So there's no like weird. If you ever uh, sat I... in a leather chair in the middle of August, shirtless, no, and you just like. When do first of all? I had leather chairs growing up. First of all, <laughs> you're assuming that I've shaved recently. Oh, there's that. If Maybe, I'm yeah. sticking to a chair, there you go. 
I don't know if people out there know this, but um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the opposite of important. We are here. We're in the middle of a weird conversation, as you know, because you've been listening so far. What was I saying? Yes. I I'm quite furry and not in the fun way. Where you dress up as an animal and have sex with other people yeah. dressed up as animals. Is that, a, is that how they do it? Yeah. Like, what do you do? Do you leave the... I think you take you, a lot of drugs, <laughs> and then you just, like, feel. But do, but do you leave the do you leave the mask on? Mm-hmm. How does that... I'd but imagine. then But then you take off the bottom part of the mask? Or do you pretend like you're doing stuff as the, the furry, as the character? Well, it's worth some investigation. Because one of the ways there would be no... Uh, no and no. no climax right uh, unless you're very sensitive maybe some would say that's a plus know. let's find someone and get them on the line mm-hmm. that'd be crazy if we could yeah i'm sure they're out there we haven't been cracking open drinks at the same no, time at we the haven't because you have a cup that's we open need to do that well i don't have a thing like what you have and i don't have i don't have anything that's a pop tap once uh, pop, you pop tab the fun tab. don't stop that's what i read that <laughs> Read it in Forbes. <laughs> Read that in Forbes. That's right. Uh, do, you, do you know where I get that line from? What? Read it in Forbes? What? Yeah. I don't know. Read about it in Forbes. I just made it up. <laughs> uh, Hans Gruber. Oh, okay. In Die Hard. He does this whole bit that he's telling the police that he needs such and such released for injustices against him and whatever. And uh, what was it? Asian Dawn? Something like that. Uh, yeah. and uh and then the the dude the blonde haired dude like looks looks over at at hans like like asian dawn like what what are you talking about and he covers up the phone the the bottom part of the phone old school phones and said i read about it in four <laughs> oh okay all right <laughs> ever, ever since then i don't like i don't even know that i've seen a forbes magazine in front of me in yeah. 30 years yeah but uh yeah, read about it in Forbes. Crazy. So now it's just a part of my uh shtick. Yeah, right. And gotta have a one liner there. Mm-hmm. My dad met Steve Forbes. I gotta find that. What? Yeah. Is that who the magazine's named S- after? Steve Forbes. Steve who's Steve Forbes? Uh he's like uh I don't know how to describe him, but he ran for uh he ran for president one year and, Did like, he win? No. All right. <laughs> um <laughs> he just his last time. Yeah, he just got sworn in. All right. Um, yep. Anyway, uh yeah, so back when the straw poll was a thing, uh, that was hosted in Ames, Iowa every single year. Yeah. Uh, and this is back when, like, you know, the Republican Party was a little bit more mm, respectable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was a different time. Um, Pre-2000s, before Bush, around that era, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, Steve Forbes was out there. And, like, uh, I think I remember, like, you know, mom and dad would come home and they would they would pick up pictures that they developed and so then uh, of course you're kind of like oh what, what what's this you know, what they buy you know mm-hmm. you're flipping through and it shows like pictures of my dad walking through and like oh there's him with steve forbes and there's wow. the scene in truck and there's that i think <laughs> i i think i can picture him but maybe i'm thinking of somebody else um he kind of looks as similar to the dad and richie rich like glasses. I mean, like oh, okay. Take the dad and Richie Rich, yeah. And subtract a few pounds, right? But I saw him like recently, like back when I was living with my parents this summer, where he was just on some political show and they, and they uh, interviewed him. Like, man, 
He's aged a little bit, but he's still yeah. he's still there. He's still out there. Speaking of aging a little bit, yeah. Uh, if people watched the uh, the post inauguration Tom Hanks stuff, uh, no, not no. Tom Hanks. John Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi. Yes, I'm like we had to uh, Google this. I mean, he's doing great, but holy hell, has he aged? We were googling. We have like a game where we kind of like look at them and go. How old is he? And put, yeah. okay, place your bets. How old? How old? And then we'll 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 guess. And then we ask Google. All right. And then we're ah oh, fuck. You were well. <laughs> I'm. I don't know how old John Bon Jovi is, but if I was to guess, I'm gonna say. So let's think about their debut album, Bon Jovi. I'd say seven. Um, that would have been in let's call that eighty ish. So he was probably twenty one. There, would he have been born 2021? So would he have been born 19? Well, I mean, would he have been under 20? Throw and a have a throw, throw one. Uh, I'm gonna say that he is 60. Let's just go 60. 60. I'm gonna say 68. 68. He looks older than what. Dude, I'll, I'll, you're way see. off base. Let's see. Hey, Echo. <laughs> How old is John Bon Jovi? 68? Wow. This might answer your question. John Bon Jovi is 58 years old. 50, oh, Jesus, fuck. He was fuck. born on March 1st, 1962. Ten, yeah, 10 years old. God, 50. He is... Why does he look older than my parents? Uh, Because you're ageist. <laughs> uh, he is born on my daughter's birthday. Ooh. And a year before... My mom is a year older than my mom. Well, there you go. Not a full year. But. So it was just funny because all the all the uh, every single artist that performed, it was like, you know, like in the inauguration itself. Yeah, you had the grade school you were growing up with. This land is your land. You oh know? wow! But yeah. like, you wanted you wanted them to show up and sing their hits. You know, so like the inauguration. Here comes Lady Gaga. You know, and she yeah. has like a great song, you know, and here comes Garth Brooks. And yep. then you're like, come on, low places. You want low places. <laughs> <laughs> and then like even like Bon Jovi didn't do one of his own. And you just wanted him, dude, living on a prayer, man. Living well, on a prayer. Well, I don't know. Good. Maybe they were, maybe certain songs were requested of them. Could have been. I don't know. Could but then it, here's the thing, though. Bon Jovi... That wasn't Bon Jovi. That was the Beatles. No, no, no. What? What I'm saying is that's not his band. Yeah. That so, was like other people. Yeah. And he so was there. So to play a, a Bon Jovi song, which is weird to have your like your band, you know, people are used to well, it now. I mean, like, but but that's like me starting a band and calling it Eric Harding. Well, Bruce Springsteen was just him and a guitar. Yeah. You know? I, no, no, no. That's not what I'm talking yeah, about. I'm but, talking about the name of the band. Yeah. That's like... Your band being Louis Vaughn. Like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> fair. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's no, you know, there's no Richie there. Mm -hmm. There's, it, they, they, whatever the dude on the keyboard, can't remember his <laughs> name. <laughs> and then, but, like, but he's not there. So maybe it's weird to play a Bon Jovi song when it's just John Bon Jovi and other randos. Well, they're all but, professional. Why not? Learn it and be like, all right, we're doing my song. But I don't uh, think uh -huh. that it's a matter of the band not 
being willing to do it. Yeah. I think that maybe they, I don't, I don't know. They could have requested it. I wasn't there. But every, I don't know. I think his was the only performance that like he didn't do his own. Oh, that's not job. true. That's not true at all. Foo Fighters did their own song. Yeah. Like, Katy Perry did her own song. Which yeah, like, but that's on. not true. Uh, John Legend. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Wasn't, that wasn't his shit. Oh, that, yeah, that yeah. That was an old song. Like Demi Lovato came out or whatever. Yeah, Demi Lovato did a, was that like a pro-America song? I yeah. forget what that one was. Yeah. What was I it? I don't know. I was like. I, just, I remember looking at Demi Lovato. The pantsuits were strong. And thinking, yeah. <laughs> I, re- I remember thinking, that's what Demi Lovato looks like? She changed. I think she, I think yeah. I kind of forgot who Demi Lovato was. Yeah, a little bit. I think that I, because I'm old, I was thinking like maybe across, may, I, I was confusing people like uh, fucking Selena Gomez and yeah. uh, I don't know. People the, around the same area. Who knows? The era. Yeah. Where you're kind of, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and then Katy Perry comes out and I'm like, come on, just do I kissed a girl, that'd be great. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> appropriate, appropriate. And that, then uh, that would be something. I thought it was kind of cool. Like one, I'm amazed that DC didn't like catch fire after all those fireworks. Just, that was boom, intense. Boom. Like holy shit, it was the, just, like you can't do that in New York City. No, no, that would freak people the fuck out. But I think you have enough distance between those monuments. And the yeah. and actual housing. I was there once. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you that? I was in that area. Yeah. Well, I was in the area twice. I was there, but actually, like up up in the business. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was there once. It was fun to like. It was bizarre. It was kind of like it started out with Bruce Springsteen, and then he just hey, yeah. Right? He starts doing skit scat. <laughs> so he does that, and then it's just bizarre, like that there's no one else around. Right. And then the camera just pans out. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Hanks. And he's just on the stairs. And like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? You're just hanging out here? He looked cold. He did. But then that was just all like the, you can't get you know? any fucking patio heaters out there. Yeah. Nothing. All the Forrest Gump memes. Yeah. Just like, oh my God, there he is. And then he introduces Biden, who happens to be around the corner. Yeah. And it pans. And we're like, what the fuck? Well, I didn't know how much of it was pre done. Obviously, the stuff that was, um, what am I going to say? Like the the three presidents. Oh, yeah. Ex presidents. I don't know. We talked about. I don't know what venue that was. Ex presidents seems negative. Let's not say that. Then you're lumping them in with like ex girlfriends. I don't know um, what that venue was. Former amphitheater. Yeah. Presidents. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That looked kind of neat, but I'm like, where is that? I don't know what that is. They put those flags there just for that, yeah. though. I thought it was like Guaranteed. pretty. Did you notice the pattern on those guys? It started uh, with Obama, mm-hmm. Bush, Clinton. Obama, Bush, Clinton. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, wow, they really didn't talk over each other. It flowed mm-hmm. well. And my mm-hmm. mom's like, it's probably scripted. I'm like, I know, I know. I don't think I that's don't scripted. It I, seems I, it felt genuine. very, yeah, genuine, off the cuff. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, they probably would have come up with more shit. This, I mean, I there was know. nothing wrong with it, but I bet that they could have articulated things a little bit better. Maybe they, yeah. they had something in mind, knowing that they're going to send. It, it had a vibe of. Um, when you watch a wedding video and somebody goes around asking for a message to the couple, oh, yeah. that's what it oh, yeah. like. That's what the end felt <laughs> well, like. You know, da, 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 well, da. yeah, I've known Joe for a long time, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah. I just wish him the best. 
And it, that's then it goes just to the next kind of, one. And it goes yeah. just like jumps. That's what it reminded yeah. me of. And that's where I'm like, that's the Netflix show right there. Put those three together and just that talk. would be fun. That would be yeah. a neat show, you know. I would I would watch that. Yeah. And then I, you know, it was just like a neat program. And then I'm sitting there going, I swear to God, if Tom Hanks at the end of this goes, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> and like in credits, yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow I'm like he stood there before as Forrest Gump and that blew my mind <laughs> like, I think it was too like it was a serious situation but they were trying to keep it light ish yeah. but I think that's too far I think Tom knows his limits but he like he moved out of the country I don't know mm-hmm. take a take a job where you can get it I guess but, Tom Hanks yeah I thought he moved to like Greece or something huh yeah, look it up. I thought he moved like recently, like this after he got Corona and then he got over it like this oh, summer. Oh, I see. Like he moved out of the country and just like, no, I love this country. I'm moving here with Rita yeah. Wilson. Like, okay. I think, well, I'm. that's what he calls her all the time. Yeah. I hang out with Rita Wilson. Yeah, not my wife, <laughs> Rita Wilson. <laughs> um, I think I heard something about that. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to research this. Click, 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 click. Space bar, space bar, click, That's click. What my research sounds like. <laughs> it's less here we go. Okay. Um you think it's Greece, huh? I want to say Greece or uh or I don't know where else. It was somewhere I could be way off. Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> That's true. Uh yes. Um you were right. Mm, let's see. He is a Greek citizen now. He joined a fraternity. And uh, so this would have been in July yeah. of 2020. Uh, and here's a photo. The Greek prime minister posted a photo of Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, holding up their new passports on Instagram. I mean, as Hanks goes, so does the nation. Right. Am I right? Yeah. It's probably a better place to live. Uh, his wife is part Greek. Oh, that makes sense. So maybe I mean, they, they've got some family when around there. At that level, you can have multiple houses and no one gives a shit. I mean, honestly, yeah, I doubt that he, I'm sure that the house that they have, they've been in a long time, so it's probably paid for. I'm speculating all of this. <laughs> so if that's the case, then go for it. And then go back whenever you want it. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I would do. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So I thought it was funny that I'm like, you live in Greece now and you put that all over social media. And now you're like, oh, back in America, here's your president. I so, mean, he's still an, gonna, he's still an American. Yeah. And some people are giving Biden shit about the, it, it, he gets to the Oval Office. Yeah. And then he has a stack of executive orders, which is like totally normal for an incoming president just to kind of undo what the previous president did. I mean, and one th- of those, but this time there was, it, <laughs> there was some pretty bad shit to undo. <laughs> Good God. So yeah. one of the orders he uh, signed was to mask mandate anywhere on federal property. Right. And here he is being interviewed at the Lincoln Memorial, which I'm like, no one else is around. Like, Shouldn't you it know? have, yeah, but that's, well, I thought about that too. Yeah. Um, like the shots of him and Jill, uh, like, uh, watching the fireworks yeah. and whatnot. Obviously when they're around each other, they don't have to wear masks yeah. and there's nobody else out on this balcony, but they're creating a precedent. Mm-hmm. They're, they're setting the, the 
tone, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think it's a good idea to show people it's not that big of a deal. And it was funny watching the the news coverage of things (laughs) and them saying, like, this is the first time we've seen somebody behind the the resolute desk wearing a mask. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> because Trump never did it. God. Even when all those people would be in the Oval Office yeah, meetings with him. and whatnot. Absolutely. Like, God, what a piece of shit. Yeah. But now it's like, you know, um, it's interesting to see what's blowing up because I feel like my the, phone the tables have turned a bit. Yeah. Where, you know, the people who didn't vote for Biden are st- all of a sudden being vocal the way we were against Trump. Maybe yeah. not to the same degree, but um, it's like, I, you know, some dude on the internet was complaining, oh, just watch the economy plummet now, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. So I responded, and I said, well, statistically, Democrats have, you know, if there's a Democrat as a president, it's always been a stronger economy than a mm-hmm. Republican. You know, I mean, it's just different ideals and different approaches. I don't want to say it's because they're better people. Right, yeah. So it was just kind of interesting to see how it's panning out. And they're, oh, this is good. It's like, okay, he's new. You're judging him. He hasn't well, done a thing yet. It's his first day. You got to let him, like... There's a lot to talk about here. And I, Obama turned it around. If if any, if this is anybody's first episode with us... We're not... Rest, <laughs> rest assured that the title of our podcast is very true. Uh, anything that important. we're... Yeah, anything that we're going to say is 100% not important. Right. However... We do have opinions. A lot of them may be ill-informed, but we're trying. Yes. Okay. So, so, go with but, the flow here. But go. here's here's the thing. Yeah. The, uh, it's got to be because, I mean, for the most part, Democrats as of late, uh, and by as of late, I mean the last 30, several, 40. yeah, exactly, decades, uh, they're looking out for the little guy and the middle class yeah. a little bit more. And our economy is going to be doing better when the middle class is doing better, mm-hmm. right? Typically. And Republicans, although they may campaign on wanting the middle class to do better, I don't understand how people don't see that that's not what they do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, I mean, Republicans, by and large, want corporations to do better. And yeah. they want themselves to do better. They're looking out for numero uno. Business. And when they are in the pockets of businesses, that's, you know, mm-hmm. that that's how they want it to. I, am I right? Or yeah, am I right? Typically. Yeah. So that's the, how do you not get that? Mm-hmm. And that's the whole reason behind these stimulus payments, because they're trying to help the fucking economy. Mm-hmm. And it's all these middle class mofos like moi that have businesses that are not doing well because of the situation. And yeah, it's not Trump's fault that it happened. I would never say that. I know that there's a lot of people where it gets touchy when you bring that up. All this is it would have come here anyway. But it's like what um, they were saying in the news today. They were saying how much work they had to do because they're when they were going in to check the uh, whatever plan it was that they had for the vaccine rollout on yeah. Trump's side, it was non-existent. Mm-hmm. There was no plan. Mm-hmm. 
There was nothing. No, he didn't believe in it. And well, the and the thing is that stuff was still happening, and and he's like, yeah, 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 push this out, do that, do that. But there was no plan. It was just going. Obviously, people have been getting vaccinated, but there was nothing like written down. There was there was no plan for them to look at and piggyback off of or help improve. Mm-hmm. So it's like they that's what they had to do. They had to start from scratch and figure out this new plan in order to make it so it's not as shitty as it was with him. He just mm-hmm. didn't he didn't know what he was doing. No. He, but, and and it's it's obvious he could he could talk the talk. He can he can act like he knows what he's doing. He could act like he was big and tough and wasn't going to take any shit from anybody. And this this whole thing I was also just recently reading an article today about how like depressed and disappointed the QAnon people are. <laughs> yeah. Because there were there was all of these predictions of what was going to happen and that it was basically impossible for Biden to take office because then all of these things that they believed in were supposed to come to fruition once Donald Trump got his second term. And now there's like even big I and I don't know their names because I don't give a fuck about them, but even big people high up in the QAnon conspiracy bullshit, uh, some of them are saying, well, I guess we all just need to get back to our real lives. There you go. And it's and it's shut you out. It's like half pissing people off. Mm-hmm. And some people are trying to double down on things and create new stories as to as to what is actually happening. And mm-hmm. and then some of them are just they felt like they were duped. Like, yeah, you were because mm-hmm. you were a susceptible idiot. I don't know. I, I don't know a nice way to say that. Yeah. I mean, it sucks that, you know, if you were genuinely a good person and you got duped by Trump and whoever the fuck Q was mm-hmm. like that sucks. But it's kind of on you if all you do is watch uh, Parler and Fox News yeah. and all of this for every, every bit of information that you absorb like, in your uh, gross. I'm going to say not normal you know. sized brain. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't want to be a dick, no, but but it's true. I mean, there's people out there that only like I like to try to be like okay, MSNBC, CNN. It's a little bit more concerning. You know, like yeah, uh, MSNBC is far left. CNN's a little bit more to the right. Is it? Uh, it's a smidge. To the, I feel it, it's kind of more. I mean, it's not as far left as MSNBC, uh, but I, I I know that there's anchors. On both on both networks that definitely go way more left yeah, oh than yeah. some of the other ones. But lately but I've sh- I've been feeling more I try to watch it left with yeah. the with the exception of the robot that is Wolf Blitzer. Mm-hmm. With the exception of him, I feel like CNN's a little bit more left. Uh, they are, but they're more middle to like maybe right, I shouldn't have said, but like Yeah. You know, it's closer to the middle than MSNBC. Hmm. Um, so I don't know. I like to try to at least like, I just can't stand Fox, but I try to at least try to meet people in the middle yeah. and like, I don't know. I, I go to five thirty eight, you know, and that's owned by ABC. ABC has good stuff. PBS does, you know, I just, I don't know. I would like to try to, you know, be informed on the other side. Can we get, do you think we could ever get an admission of wrongdoing or like even a minor admission of guilt from the Republicans like Ted Cruz? 
for the shit uh, that, that he's done at that level i think probably no but uh, lower levels maybe i but mean like, how how fucked is that yeah that you can't come clean and admit that what you did was shady and shitty yeah and stupid triple s but at that level you know you're just covering everything up to make yourself look good and maybe if it was like lower i don't know what other level that would be maybe there might be something of like yeah i admit this i admit that but it just makes seen, me so angry. Have you seen Ted Cruz with the beard? Like, <laughs> His beard is so <laughs> like, bad. It's scraggly. It's so bad. Which, it got me thinking, like, you know, it would be cool someday to have a president. I don't know the last time we had a president that had a beard or some stubble, you know? Mm. Um, maybe it's a trust thing. I don't know. But really hoping the last, uh, the last, maybe even the last year, call it last two years of Obama, if he would have throwed it out. A little bit. And just Wouldn't like, that have been like just like, just let it he's go? He's got the pick in, you know. Wouldn't the, that be great? That though? would be awesome. God, that would have been so cool. He didn't show up with his COVID hair. I mean, come on. Yeah, that would have been great. Uh, that would have been great. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the globe. Bush. Bush was looking a little. <laughs> his hair uh, unkempt. was. His hair was starting to recede a little bit. Yeah. Where I was like, well, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it was just interesting. I would, I would hope not. I know. There isn't. But like uh, like Obama, I haven't really seen. But when these events happen, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, you've changed a bit. Yeah. You just, and that's not bad, but it's just like we just haven't seen you. you I, I, I know that bad shit happened, but I, I do miss Bush. He's just he's like a nice he's like a nice old grandpa now. Yeah, at the time I didn't like him, but like with, I but I didn't hate him. I yeah, you with know the Trump years, I, it's I, just like, damn, you look like a holy man. Yeah. You know? Um but yeah, it was I don't know. I never I never hated Bush. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't like all the stuff that he did, but I never felt just anger so and much, like so much <laughs> like loathing yeah there you know there was i mm-hmm. I was never ever close to that mm-hmm. and i just you know i listened to npr i listened to wnyc all of this stuff and they get people on from both sides because you know you're gonna have people on the right that want to make sure that their voice is being heard uh by these outlets as well and they do put them on and just some of the stuff that they say it at about how they uh think that and this this is obviously before um he he was done but uh, what they thought of Donald Trump and how he was good for the country and good for them and then they would uh, like the the hosts would kind of try to dive a little deeper and not uh, disrespectfully or anything like that but they would ask them for examples and you see a lot of these in the the Jordan uh, Klepper, yes. is that who he is, yes. you know, in The Daily Show? And it sucks because people on the right, they can't, they're not going to watch a clip like that and think that they're being fair because The Daily Show has always been left-leaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's also satirical, it, and it's it's all of these things, but they're just going to think say oh those motherfuckers on the mm-hmm. on the left they're not going to be fair and they're just picking and choosing the parts and yeah they are going to pick yeah. stuff that is funny yeah but it doesn't change the fact that somebody said it yeah. and they meant it yeah like it's right there on camera <laughs> like what do you think about this oh I and they you know there's there's examples i could give but it it's either they don't know what they're talking about 
or they're well, they usually don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they do know what they're talking about, but they're bigots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm just I always try to like strive to. You know, I, there's some people that I'm really impressed that know their shit. That I'm like, what are you reading? I don't know. Like, yeah, our our friend Jessica, you know, uh, she's a little bit more into politics than I am, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, which, which Jessica are we talking about? Whisper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. Um, we, we just we we know so many Jessicas. I, yes, I had to check. Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know. I'm just and kinda... she was the one that yelled at me oh, after God. I made a comment on one of her posts. She gets passionate because well, she it. was she was mad that Biden became nominee. The yeah, the yeah. main no- nominee, and 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 she posted that thing that said, eh, "Come on, losers, let's go lose with him in the car." Mm-hmm. You know that that meme oh, yeah, or whatever yeah. of him in the car. But this this was just a. A picture that, and then she put that uh, th- that caption on it, and I made a comment like, uh, "Or we could just all get behind him and vote for him." And she was like attacking me <laughs> and saying how I offended her and all of this. And look what happened! Like I, I hate to say that I was right. Everybody got behind him and voted for him, and it yeah. turned it out fine. And I understand that there may be a certain level of passion in the moment when you were looking for somebody else to potentially be the non- nom- nominee, but I don't know, I don't know who yeah. that was yeah. for her. But like, I don't know what she's. I need to hit her up because like it's just kind of. I recommend you don't. No, but like <laughs> she, uh, not about this stuff. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, like, as what she's reading, what you know, because ah, like see. I've had conversations with her where you know I talk about Governor Reynolds. And then she's like, ah, psh, you know, uh, or who was it? Someone, I think there was an election. Shit, when did she get? Who that? Uh, she was running against a Democrat at one point, right? I don't know. Anyway. Reynolds? Uh, at some point. Undoubtedly. Forgot, <laughs> some point, like before she was, I think, I don't know. I don't remember. But it's anyway, right. we were talking about kind of more governor, governor state level or whatever. And then I'm like, oh, what about this guy? You know, he, he seems pretty cool. Like, yeah, look at his policies. He's passed it. And I'm like, where are you getting that information? Like, I don't know that because yeah, I barely what, know what this guy. What are you reading that I don't have access to? Yeah, so that's what I'm like curious to like, all right, I've always tried to strive to be educated right. and stuff. But yeah, it's impressive that some of our friends know a smidge more than like most people. Which well, is like, and they may, I don't want to knock anybody, but they may know more but that doesn't mean that they necessarily understand right. yeah that's what, true. Does, am i saying that right does that make sense yeah yeah okay because just because they know bits of information here and there doesn't mean that they necessarily know everything which is why it's smart to look into shit yourself yeah as you know don't get me wrong it's okay to talk to friends about you know what their opinion is but who knows where they stopped reading yeah you true. know what i mean yeah, yeah. You know, but I don't know. Ever, I know. Ever since she yelled at me about that shit, I was just like, <laughs> I get it. Like, what? But then I, I feel that. And lo and uh, behold, look who our president yeah. is. Then I feel that there's like uh, people a little too far left that like you can't make progress because they're so far left that they just refuse to acknowledge anyone that's anywhere near conservative. Yeah. So what's that accomplishing? Mm-hmm. So good for you for being, you know, a, you know, an advocate for whatever thing it is. And you're out there marching for a cause. But yeah. uh, then it's like, 
you know, you're not making progress when you're not having a conversation and trying to meet in the middle. Yeah. Because I know those people. I there start walking are, your way. They just block everyone that's conservative or anywhere near the right. Yeah. And it's like, so, okay, that's the one voice you're just going? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, and apologies for starting yeah. to sing uh, anyway. Meet in the Middle by Diamond Rio. Wow. Shout out to my boys in Diamond Rio. Woo! Back in the 90s. Sounds like a casino. It does. Welcome sound to the Diamond. Rio. Well, there's we've got Diamond Joe. That's right, Rio Grande. That's not not J O E. No, J O. J O. Must be a uh, And then there's Diamond Diamond Joe, and there's uh, there's a casino called the Rio. The Rio. That's so right. So that that's where I'm our right friend, there with you. Our friends out in Vegas right now. Who? Uh, Nora Rose. What? Yeah, she yeah she's in Vegas right now. I didn't know that for a week. And uh, she posted something and said, like... Is it weird? Uh, well, yeah. Well, I texted her, and she's like, I need some advice or whatever. I need some good vibes. And I'm like, oh, oh, nice. DM me. I'm like, oh, hey, what's going on? And she's like, you know, uh, I'm in Vegas, and, like, just tell me uh, it's worth it that I spent X amount of dollars on this trip. I'm like, don't ever feel bad about spending money on yourself. And, yeah. like... Are you are you go out there have yeah. some fun? I'm like, well, when are you going out there? She's like, I'm there now. I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah. And then uh, later she uh, did like a video of her where, where whatever hotel she's at. She's just kind of like, this is weird. I'm in Vegas. I'm having. She's she's treating herself. She's getting massages. She's out nice. by the pool. It looks amazing out I there. Want a massage. And I don't know how open Vegas is. I know they're not really doing shows, but they're open. She's there. Right. Anyway, she's like, this is weird. I'm sitting here and Vegas traffic is just like being back at home where mm-hmm. there's like barely any car. And then she flips the camera around and you're just looking at the traffic. That's just like one, two cars, one, two cars. Like, well, wow. to be fair, I mean, Vegas, that the, the main strip there, they, I, there are cars, but it's everybody's walking. Yeah. Like fucking and, everyone's walking. But there walking. wasn't really anyone walking around either. Oh, okay. So that was the weird, like it was just a ghost town. And I don't know where, like, Treasure Island is one of them. Okay. But she was, like, taking a selfie, and I saw that casino or hotel behind her. Yeah. So wherever that is, she's, like, next to it. Nice. But uh, thanks, everyone, if you want to Google that and know where my friend is. Or if Um, you want (laughs) to... If you happen to be heading out to Vegas right now, that's funny. So it was just kind of bizarre, which is, like, there's no one here. No one's walking around. It's just like maybe one, two, you know. Yeah. It's like Main Street here at 1 o'clock, where it's just, like... Ooh, that's funny one car but it was in the middle of the day yeah i guess vegas. i'm not surprised i think a lot of people are still nervous it's to the, go yeah it's the people i mean that live there anybody that's been to vegas in the past knows that it's wall-to-wall people yeah uh i so i mean it, the even if you're wearing a mask the thought about being out there it, on the off chance that there's that many people mm-hmm. that's a little that's a little much. Yeah. I'd much rather go to Greece. Right? But casino, yeah, Greece would be cool. Um, apparently, Australia's figured out uh, they don't have COVID or something. Like, I saw, like, it's a post. like Dunzo? Uh, yeah. Like, I saw a post that was going around where it showed, like, a full packed theater, and somebody took a picture. Apparently, there's, like, behind the scenes, like, if you're backstage, there's, like, certain slots that you can kind of look at the audience yeah and uh, see who's in the house and it was pack theater so someone like took their phone and took a picture of the perspective of it yeah and they said yeah out here we've been corona free no cases for like a month or you know not too well long. 
they had a pretty so hardcore even, yeah. shutdown, didn't they? Must have worked. Yeah, I you know? I thought that that was one of the places that they did because it, uh, I remember reading in the news that it was a little rough mm-hmm. on them. So maybe if they and I they must not have any travel in or out of the country. Could be it, right? right? Yeah, I don't know about that one, but yeah, they had progress. Well, we're gonna we're gonna call Australia on the break here, beep, beep, and beep, 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 beep. Uh, we will be. <laughs> don't forget that country code. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right. Yeah. Uh, Australia. Australia wasn't home, so they're all asleep right now. Yes. How many hours ahead are they? They're a lot. Uh, did I tell you about Among Us this last weekend? You did oh, not. No. But okay. I, I hope this is a good story. Well, uh, our friends Melissa and Ryan uh, put together a little Among Us party kind of thing. Yeah. Of like, hey, Sunday night, who wants to play Among Us? Okay, okay. Cool. And then we get on Zoom, get on our computer. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, and there was like maybe 10, 11 people on there. It was kind of fun. Nice. And, uh, you know, the typical friend group that we have. And one of them, you know, our friend Melissa, her sister lives in Japan. Yeah. So she was on playing with us oh, or just hanging out. You did tell me about yeah. this. So it was yeah. bizarro because I she lives in Japan and I didn't know the time difference, but uh, you know, she's like the kids her kids running around. Yeah. And then she's like, Oh, well, I better start go making lunch. And I'm like, What? And she's like, mm-hmm. It's tomorrow over there. It's like, Yep, it is tomorrow. And I'm like, Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> it just like it blows it's your mind. Future. I'm like, I have to sleep for eight hours and then get to your point yeah but then they'll be eight hours ahead i know just but it was so just know. weird that no I'm like, we did we did talk about that it's like yeah. I'm, I'm looking into monday right uh-huh. <laughs> it's like what <laughs> that if you have a visual into monday yeah that is a little strange to think about it was weird because everyone had like you know they're in their living room or whatever and she's sitting but there it's, but it's not like the it's not like the stock exchange is different no, you know it's no. not like they're literally it was just weird because, like, she was the only one on Zoom where, like, the sunlight's coming in through the window. Right, and it's right. like, what? This is wracking my brain. Yeah. Like, um, that is, it is strange. It's time travel. It was, it was strange for me when we were in London, and I think we ended up, I think that was, like, six hours or something like that. So it would be, you know, I was on such a late schedule because of the time difference. It was hard for us to go to bed early when oh. we were there. So then it would be like two o'clock in the morning there. And I'd be calling back and talking to friends. Like I remember one time I called and talked to William and John and they were heading into Walmart or like in the Walmart parking <laughs> lot at like 830 at night. But I'm there at just kind of winding down. Like, yeah. What the fuck? It's just, I don't know. It's just kind of funny. That was, I think, yeah, that was the trip for me that I'd never experienced jet lag until that point when we went to yeah. London. And they just said. It was, it was rough when I came yeah, home. Like, stay awake. stay. Yeah, it's coming home. You follow the sun. Mm-hmm. So you have the longest day of your life. Yeah. You know. Uh, when we went out there. I tried to, I booked the flight at night. So we left Chicago at like 9.30 or so. And then we got there. Uh, I could be wrong, but I want to say it was like 10 or 11 or something like that, that in the morning. So then we were, we were supposed to be starting our day there. The problem is I couldn't sleep worth shit on that plane. And I tried hard. Uh, the rest of my family got a decent amount of sleep, 
But man, I was fucking miserable. I hate the rule where they give you a blanket, they give you a pillow. Nice. Yeah. But you have to put the blanket on and mm -hmm. then put the seatbelt over your blanket. Oh, right. Because if you just put it on you, they will shake you awake and be like, we need to see that you're buckled in, sir. And mm -hmm. they're like, fuck you. <laughs> like, I don't remember them doing that. It might have been a different airline. Yeah. But yeah, I can see that being a thing. On this particular flight, we were in the back half mm -hmm. of the plane. The and it, well, it wasn't it wasn't like first class and and coach back half. They, yeah. they were the same. It was just a big ass plane. Yeah. But we happened to be the first row in the back. So we had extra space in front of us. And nobody nobody said shit to us the whole time. So much so that Kara was pretty uncomfortable. So And Becky was holding Sam the whole time. And Leia didn't exist yet. So Kara being, I don't know, she was like seven or something mm -hmm. like that. And uh, no, wait, how old would Kara? Uh, five? Six? Who cares? So, but but anyway, we made her a bed on the floor in front of us. Yeah. In just in front of that wall. And nobody said anything like, to us. Great. But it's possible because we covered her up with our coats like, and stuff that because this was uh, November. Yeah. So it's possible maybe they just didn't know <laughs> that mm. there was a child <laughs> underneath these coats. Don't worry about it. Fucking airplanes and they're being stingy with blankets, though. Mm -hmm. That's bullshit. Mm. That's why in your carry-on, always take a blanket with you. I haven't been on a plane since 2010. Ah, so. well, that's about to change, my friend. I know. We are going to Australia. Woo! 16-hour <laughs> flight! Uh, what do you do for... I think I just stayed awake. Um, granted... We left Chicago, so we flew out of Chicago. We did Des Moines, flew to Chicago, Chicago all the way to Heathrow. Yeah. And I think we were, it was kind of like mid afternoon leaving okay. Chicago. And then we flew and we went through night time. Yeah. And then by the time we were showing up to London, it was like kind of morning. Okay. It was weird. It was so weird. But then we kept on hearing people like, no, just, just stay awake, just stay awake as much as you can, just stay awake. And during, yeah. I don't know how you coped or what your tricks are. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't find it to be difficult at all going out there. And I think part of that is because you're in a new place. So you True. get you get a bit of vacation adrenaline. Yeah. That keeps you going. So I don't remember really being tired at all that day just because there was so much that we wanted to do. But it was weird at night that you know you Bing. just you just watch the the clock keep going because all the businesses were closing <laughs> at you know eight or nine o'clock anything that we would want to see and then we could have a late dinner which we normally did like around nine or ten and and then after that it's like well I guess we'll go back okay. and watch TV. <laughs> And yeah, the, but it was great. But British because, TV, because, there's not much. Well, else. but it was awesome because we were there for the Doctor Who 50th anniversary. That's right. So Doctor Who, like, it was everywhere. Nice, nice. And and the BBC was playing a bunch of Doctor Who specials that didn't even air in America. What? God, yeah. it was fucking great. Man. We actually went and saw the uh the the 50th episode. So okay, so there was a whole thing. Like we planned our entire trip around a lot of this stuff, but we did other things like Harry Potter related stuff. We went to the JK studios and whatnot. We did that tour, but the Doctor Who thing was our main focus. So I was out there for a convention 
And so we went to that. And then uh, shortly after that, the that might have been day two there. And then the uh, the episode was airing and they were showing it in the cinema there. Uh-huh. So we stayed in Notting Hill and just down, I want to say, a handful of blocks from where we were staying was a really cozy, nice, intimate uh, movie theater. And I intimate to the point where think about the width of our house this way. Really? And and uh, think dollar like, theater, yeah, kind of kind of dollar theater, but a, a bit wider and um, like velvety curtains Ooh. and the same stuff on the seats like it had been there for a long time. But it was just really cared for in a really neat building. Wow. And so that's where we watched it. And then shortly after that. Uh, and it was great because I got to watch it before everybody in America. Uh-huh. So, fuck you, friends. Spoilers. And like, this is what happens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, then we made a trip eventually to Wales, which is where Not they film Doctor Who. Yes. So we got to go see. Uh, it was called the Doctor Who Experience at the time. And that was a... Uh, anybody that tuned into this episode for political stuff, we're, we're, I think we're done with that. It's, all, it's no. not important. Not important. <laughs> not important. Uh, but so we went to Wales. I got to see all of these props from the show, and uh, it was incredibly cool. So, but that is kind of on this weird, like U-shaped road. But once you go past that, so we actually checked in at the Doctor Who Experience, and they're like, "Well, um, are you guys interested in the the studio tour?" And I'm like, uh, what? Uh, and nah. so it turned out just, and it was a long walk, but if you went further down this road, you would get to the actual BBC studios, oh. uh, or at least one of them. BBC one. And, and this is BBC two. <laughs> BBC three. <laughs> You're welcome. BBC <laughs> Austin Powers fans <laughs> unite. <laughs> but I, I, we were there. We had the time. Yeah, let's do the tour. And we had, we had no idea what exactly was in there. But we signed up for it. We got in. It is the the actual TARDIS, like the interior shots and the and the door. So you, it's, uh, I don't know. There's so much stuff I could talk about here. But it, but essentially, we went into this huge room, this huge studio. Wow. And it is the TARDIS, but on the outside, it's just all of this lumber, you know, Yeah. and then the door that everybody knows as the door to the TARDIS, and then it has a green screen around it. So ah. that way they can put it in wherever Whatever they want to. Exactly. It. Ah. But then you go inside and you're in the TARDIS. And at this point, it was Matt Smith's TARDIS 11 right yeah, there. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it was one of the coolest like, things ever. And then in the middle of this room, there was a huge uh, elongated black curtain and, um, you know, whatever it was that was holding the curtain. And they're like, you can't, you can't go over there. And we're like, well, what's over there? And they're like, yeah, it's stuff from the 50th, you know, and, and, <laughs> and uh, upcoming episodes. And they're like, you know, they don't want to ruin it. Yeah. It's basically that. spoilers. And like, then uh, you could get out and say something that you saw. And yeah, so no good, but it was all in the same room. It was just on the other side of this curtain. You should like, ah, that should have been another paywall for an extra 55 bucks. You can like poke right. your head and like, what? It was, but it was funny because in these studios and maybe they were bigger shows around there. But they were dropping names of other shows that were filmed in the same building, but uh, not in that room, obviously. 
but in that building that they're like, here's where we do this one. Here's and and we're looking at each other like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, Doug, I guess that's Doug, similar. Doctor Who is the yeah the the main thing that we know. That's similar to going to like Universal because like if you go to any building, they have that plaque, right? And they were right. like, oh, Young Frankenstein was shot here. Holy yeah. shit! And it was like, yeah, what? that is neat that they do that. Yeah, and may and it's quite possible that a lot of the shows that they're talking about, they're like right, one yeah. was a game show, and they're like, oh, do you happen to know this yeah. one? And I'm like, I just point to myself and say, sorry, America. America. Weakest yeah. link. What do you got? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where's the redhead lady? Where, where'd uh, she go? How did that conversation start? Something about time zones? And, yeah, we're talking uh, about time zones and yeah. stuff. But, yeah, yeah. but it was... it was. I was close pretty, to Wales. Pretty crazy. I wasn't in Wales. Well, we, we, doing... we thought about going to Paris as well and taking the channel. And I'm for multiple reasons, I'm glad that we didn't. But the main one is that we had more money to spend on other stuff. Right. But, dude, that trip... We're talking like eight or nine grand that we spent. Mm, worth it. And Sam was free to fly because yeah. he was under two. So now if we were to go there, we'd be paying for five tickets. Ugh, sucks. Gross. And you would have to watch our dog for like two weeks. You'd see, that wouldn't be bad. The funny I part, we, we that's fair. <laughs> she knows you now. Yeah. But uh, when we were over there, we were there for Thanksgiving. So we called back home to talk to family on ah. Thanksgiving. But... I don't know if you know this, but they do not celebrate Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> so it was like, you know, Thursday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you do? You just live your life. Yeah, and, it's nothing. Well, I guess it's like, you know, do you it's really want to celebrate Fourth of July over there? You know? Right. Fair. <laughs> but we I would I would love to go back sometime soon. Yeah. Because kind of like you know, the first couple times we went to New York, yeah, we got a lot of the touristy shit mm-hmm. out of the way. So it would be fun to go and find what else, you know, we can find. What nooks, what things that are Which is what I more. started doing when I would go to New York. Yeah. With the exception, the first place that I will always go to when I get to New York, and assuming who I'm with is on board with this, is go to John's Pizzeria. What's that one? It's a it's a pizza place that's kind of near Times Square, but but off a little bit. It's actually, if I'm remembering right, it's across the street from the theater that has Phantom of the Opera. Uh, okay, it's kind of kitty corner. Okay. I, if I'm remembering right, it's been a. I don't think I've been to New York since 2014. Is it like, is it like well known? Is this like a popular pizza place? I think like... it's pretty. It's pretty well known. It's pretty pretty popular. They're always busy. Okay, but hot damn, that pizza's good. I you know that's. We missed out because I guess eh, it was Chicago. And we were busy, but we never got to deep dish Chicago deep. Mm. But you know, we'll do but, it next time. But New York pizza is just like classic. It's I always think here once things get better and we can go places and do things because you're basically an extension of our family. You'll probably <laughs> go on some trips with us. Well, I mean, it would be fun to like you know we got to hit up. I don't know how busy Tom's restaurant gets because that's the Seinfeld restaurant. Yeah. That would be fun, you know. But again, mm-hmm. I don't know how popular it is because of Seinfeld or just because it's New York. You know, you know? I I bet they get a shit ton of people that hang out outside yeah, and probably. take pictures. Yeah. But since it's not that big and, you know, I, I bet that there's undoubtedly they they're doing well because yeah. of what they are and where they are and all of that. But that 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 is actually one of the places in New York that I've never been. See? I would take a nap or something. There's, like. there's there's places in every uh, big city, state, whatever you know, where there's something t 
TV or movie related that I haven't seen. Joe just burped. Nah, he I tried just, to cover it up, I, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, yeah. But like in California, I haven't seen uh, the house from Back to the Future. Yes, uh, either of them. You know, Doc's that's right uh, mansion. Uh, I haven't seen the the McFly house the the burger king near yeah, yeah. the near the mansion and That's all that or that near the uh, the garage thing yeah yeah so uh, there's a lot of things that when i'm when i'm there or uh, before i get there i'm like oh i need to do this i need to do this i but then you always get caught up in something one of the last trips that i took to new york i did end up finding the the exterior of the 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 corner apartment from friends Ooh, I saw that. Okay. So that was cool. Like nobody gives a shit. Like there's nothing there. Yeah. And, and it's it doesn't even make sense that that's the apartment when you watch all the stuff in, yeah, the, yeah. in the show. Yeah. Like where's the that <laughs> windows? But exactly. The... But it but it's there. So <laughs> yeah. so you so you get yeah. to get to see it. That was the last place if I'm remembering right. That was the last place that I was before I got the text from Lars telling me that they were filming Smash in Times oh. Square. So that's when I took a cab to Times Square and, and I ended up, up that's right. in with the extras hey everyone. for that show. <laughs> that is a whole other story. Yeah, I missed out a little bit. Uh, I mean, I grew up with Full House, but I don't think it was really for me. Yeah. Like, I think it was just came a little ahead of me. Have you been to San Francisco? Yeah. Okay. For You know, that was the last time I took a flight and it was for photography class in college. So it was 2010. Did it work? And yeah, the flight was cool. We went to... We, I meant the photography yeah. class. Yeah, yeah. It was my travel photography. So if you took travel photography, you did like whatever you needed to do for the class. But then by the oh. time fall came around, because it was a summer class that I took it. Yeah. And he's like, you, you know, whoever takes travel photography is eligible for uh, doing... Uh, a trip really and yeah so it'll be san francisco and that's where my my professor lived there for years and years huh. and so he already knew the town so i'm like i'm signing up for that there's like 10 of us like it wasn't okay it wasn't too big it was fun so he rented mm-hmm. like a 16 passenger van we got our shit i paid like 500 bucks or it wasn't much oh, but that then ain't bad he's like okay here's the deal this is how much the plane ticket's gonna be this is how much you're probably going to want a factor for food and fun and whatever and yeah. he just let us loose you nice. know there was no like stick with the group we're doing this we're doing this we got there and we drove in a 16 passenger van to kansas city and then we got into or, uh, omaha wherever the yeah. next biggest airport is okay and then we took a plane from there to san francisco which was like four hour flight and then it was probably about maybe 8 39 o'clock so we're you know in the airport and then we get to where we need to be and that's going to take us to the hotel mm-hmm. but we're driving through all the hills of california and it's just like wow this is yeah. really cool and uh yeah it was neat because like this was about that it was october and so you saw the san francisco giants stadium just lit up like, yeah wow that's really cool I, i'm gonna beep, beep, back you up for one second are you sure you didn't go to omaha and then kansas city because Kansas City is typically the bigger airport that would take you. One of the two. Okay. They're, they're right gotcha. there. I don't know. I, I didn't know. Like, legitimately, I'm sitting here thinking, did you fly from Omaha? I don't know Francisco? which one. No, I no, no. Know. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. It was probably, I'm guessing <laughs> was, you flew out of Kansas City. Probably was. Nobody else cares. I was just in my mind, <laughs> in my mind, I'm thinking, why the fuck would you go from Kansas City no. to Omaha? 
<laughs> because it's such a smaller airport. I, I didn't know. I'm just, one of the two in But that it's possible. Area. It's yeah. possible. East of so, Omaha. So, yes, you're, you're out there and you're seeing the sights. What yeah, else? We're seeing the sights. So we get checked into the hotel. It's probably about 8, 9 o'clock. And yeah. then uh, we kind of go down to like this... Uh, uh, not too far away from the hotel we stayed at, there's like a kind of a city park square okay. kind of thing. And there's like this college band. And mm. they're just like the drums. You could hear it from blocks away. Yeah. And you kind of attracted you. What's going on? You know? And then I'm like, what's uh, what's going on here? And it's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're the band from LSU. And like, we're having a big game tomorrow. And I'm like, that's fucking cool. Like, it's a nice. whole other college that, I, you know, I've that's only sweet. seen on TV. Um, and then we wake up, you know, the night happens and then you know we wake up and we gather downstairs have a little breakfast and then our our uh our uh, uh professor was like okay um we're gonna spend the morning i'm gonna show you the sights and kind of just let you guys loose but mm-hmm. first we need to go get uh you know uh we, the trolley thing we go yeah. there and we get like our little card so that we can flash it and get on the trolley and go over here. So he taught us a little bit of the transportation and then we went to Chinatown and a lot of, I was very surprised how much you could walk San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, we had our bus pass and everything like that and we used it all. But and a lot of it, you're better off walking. Yeah. It, I lost, really? I legit lost 10 pounds because it was uphill, downhill, uphill, but yeah. I got fit. And so, nice. um, yeah, so he showed us Chinatown <clears throat> and then he's like, okay, um, come over here and we're, you know, uh, don't come here after sunset because it's all gang territory and the buses will stop running. Okay. And then we went to the wharf and there was some entertainment there. Sweet. And then he said, there's this part of town. Don't go like even in the daytime because, the buses don't run in this part of town in the daytime, and it's like a bad part of town. And some of my classmates actually wound up like we didn't have a choice; we had to go down this road and that road. And uh, we saw someone get jacked with like a fucking boombox in the face. Oh or something. wow! Like, Whoa, okay. So yeah, there was one night where I just kind of tootled around myself, and well, it was that's kind of fun. But that's what I had after you know we were out there for William and Courtney's yeah, yeah. wedding. But then John and Bree and Becky flew back one day. Mm-hmm. My flight was the next day. Like, okay. So I took them to the airport, then just kept the car. All right. <laughs> and uh, drove to uh, the lower part of San Francisco. And there was some like art fair or something like yeah. that that was going on. And I, I made my way all over that city that yeah. day. And then uh, went back to where William, they were supposed to meet up with me. (laughs) And uh, apparently they went to a winery with some of the other people uh, that that were there for the wedding and allegedly had too much to drink. (laughs) So because the original plan was they were going to join me in San Francisco. So that's why I was just hanging out there all day. But I ended up going to a couple different restaurants. It's all about portions, so that way you can try different places. I went to some bookshops. I went into some uh, random tattoo shop, and uh, it was really cool. They had a bunch of Star Wars art mm-hmm. on the on the wall. So one of the one of the girls that was working there was big into Star Wars, I guess. And I not that I'll ever do it, but I <laughs> thought about like going back if i'm ever in san francisco again that i could get mm-hmm. um, some more star wars stuff yeah from the, there it was neat it was just neat yeah you know? i i had a lot of fun i i, I had my headphones with the, yeah. these headphones yeah. with me and i just spotify some music i'm in my own little world and 
that's when I saw somebody throw himself into a van. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so that was, it was, it was a bit of a downer, no. but he survived. Yeah. And then I got to hear kind of the, uh, kind of the, the insider information about the restaurants because the, the firemen and the police, they were talking about the surrounding restaurants and how, I guess this guy that did it was wearing a hat from a particular restaurant that I guess is known to overserve. Hmm. So I should have written it down. Yeah. So when the next time that we're in, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, yeah. So I don't know. That was a whole weird situation, huh. but that was about like five blocks away from the wharf. So then oh, yeah. I continued making my way downtown. Yeah. I was walking fast. We did like uh first night we went to like this deli and it was like, it had every goddamn thing you can think of. Nice. Sandwich food, spaghetti, home style. Like, it was amazing. Sweet. And then we, it was about eight, nine o'clock, and we were just like walking block to block. And then my professor kept on like pointing out, like, see this restaurant right here, right here, right there? That's where American Graffiti, one shot here from um, the movie American Graffiti. Nice. And then we'd go zigzag around town, like, right here, right here, right there. That's the first blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, that's fucking cool. And uh-huh. then I did find the, uh, like, <sighs> I think he was just a little bit arrogant because he lived there. I don't know what the fuck. He didn't know what he was talking about. But I'm like, yeah, no, I'm going to go to the Mrs. Doubtfire house. Well, where is it on your map? I'm like, right here. Because I did the research. They said it in the movie. And How I'm old Googling. were you for I this trip? 21. Tell him to go fuck himself. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, I'll you know, see you later. <laughs> but I also, I also kind of tried to take his word because he lived here. I got it. You yeah. Know? And then he sent me to like, no, 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 no. The Mrs. Doubtfire house is here. And I'm like, okay. So we wound up going. It's right next to the the uh, painted ladies. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't think that's right. So we went to go see the painted ladies. I'm like, okay, that's a classic shot right there. Right. And then uh, I found the quote unquote house, and I'm like, that doesn't really look right. I'll ask the dude. All these houses look similar, and then actually this house is going under renovations. So I'm like, is this the Mrs. Doubtfire house? He's like close you're off by like 16 blocks i'm like well this guy knows more than what you're fucking talking about but then i found it because i was right yeah and uh the house was a little bit more uh tan i guess it wasn't in the movie it's like pure white you know but it was fun to just stand there for a moment and just be like wow or like Robin Williams stood here on the steps and yeah. like, he parked his car here. You could see like I turned left just like the end of the movie where you can kind of see the water at the bay, yep. you know, and it was just like neat. And then I watched that when I got home, like, oh, my God, it was there. You That's know? cool. All the stupid shit. But uh, yeah, but, but uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Full House is a little. Yeah. Uh, off it's the further. Path. Yeah. yeah, it was off the beaten path. So further I away. never got around to it. I did. Yeah. So there's there's the full house house front shot, and yeah. that was um, that was under construction for uh, one reason or another. But I got to see it. I drove by it, and then a little bit further is the very iconic road that had all of those similar looking houses. Yeah. And then across the street from painted that ladies. is like a uh, uh oh is that what you were talking about? Yeah, that's what it's called. It's called the Painted Ladies. So oh, it's okay. all the houses that look similar and then like you I see I thought you were talking about something else. Yeah, and that's the park. They said like this is the exact park that's in the opening of Full House where yeah. like they're frolicking around and everything. Yeah. And there yeah. was a fuck ton of people there. Yeah, like it was it was a nice day. It was getting this was the last place that I was before I uh, went back and joined William and Courtney and everybody else uh, for nighttime shenanigans. 
And so this was the last thing that I was doing there. And I want to say it was around maybe 6.30 or so, but there was a ton of people at that park mm-hmm. and no parking. Thanks. <laughs> so I did what I will do even in Story County, which did is where we live. Did you see a parking lot that says CEO parking I, the, <laughs> That too. Uh, no, I, I just 100% said... I'm not going to be here long. This spot is technically not <laughs> for parking, but who cares? <laughs> let me just uh, put the vehicle here, put on the flashers. And yeah, so I was there for about 15 minutes. I had my eye on the car the entire time and didn't have to drive around forever waiting to find a fucking spot. Right. And yeah, I went up and sat on the steps of the blue one. I okay. think I legitimately had no idea they were called the painted ladies. Yeah. I thought you were talking about like some statues or no, shit. No, yeah, it's yeah. I didn't know a house could be a lady, I know, but right? I get it. <laughs> uh, so I sat on the steps and I took some pictures, took some pictures from the grassy area. It was just, it was cool, but it sucked for me because Becky left earlier that day. So I didn't really get to enjoy it with anybody. Yeah. Like I had fun, but it's more fun for me if I get to enjoy it with somebody. Yeah. And, and the, you know something like that. Yeah. Anyway, the thing you know, about there, that park was yeah. interesting because everyone's there for that shot. I mean, it's a nice park, but like that is one of the things that people go to just to see the. You know, they make postcards out of that shot of right. those houses. Yeah. So if you look there, I'm wondering if it shows up on like Google Earth or Maps or whatever. I bet. Um, that there is a definite dead spot of grass because that's where everyone stands to oh, get the photo. Oh, right. So yeah. I remember going there and we're like, well, I guess we stand there. And then yeah. like, yeah, it looks pretty good. It's yeah. just framing it up. I, I mean, at that point, just put in fake. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> you just know like, what I, mean? <laughs> I thought it was bizarre that I'm like, wow, so many people have stood in the same spot. Exactly. You know, but then we went to Lombard Street. And Thanks, the, Danny Tanner. Yeah, the zigzaggy road. Yeah. You know, and that was pretty fun. And then uh, the bridge itself was fun to go to. I was there at like maybe sweet five o'clock at night or just like the, you know, I'm like, Holy shit. One side, you can see Alcatraz, and you can see the city. Mm-hmm. The other side, you turn around, you just see this open ocean, and it was about 5, 5.30, so it was just, like, perfect lighting. Nice. And uh Yeah, and then later, we went to, uh we did do uh, the Alcatraz. And that one, I, I want to go back there again. I went during... I would love to see that. We went... Okay, so you go... That was the first thing we did, was when we were doing our little walking tour. He's like, well... There he is. Straight from the rock behind you. Oh, there Mr. he is. Mr. Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. Hey, buddy. Doing, you did. Welcome to the rock. So we had to go to a certain pier and get tickets for like one of the last days we were there. Yeah, you got to get them pretty well in advance, and so we all kind of picked a day and a time. Nice. And they're like, we're all gonna be here on this day, this time. Don't forget, because you got to get on a boat and get the fuck out there. Yeah, and that was a fun trip because then you got to see the whole city, and then eventually you just start coming up slowly onto Alcatraz, and you're like. I'm here. I am here, Sweet. you know? And I remember watching, like, the Clint Eastwood, you know, Alcatraz, where I'm like, he stood here? Like, I watched yeah. a couple movies beforehand where I'm like, he was right here. He was right... Oh, my God. And that, so, that is a bummer that I didn't get to go there. We gotta go. It's fun. But I would love to. And I think Paul's been there. Yeah. However, and it might have been even before we did this, but we went out there for a friend of ours, kind of a an impromptu and very quick bachelor party. And uh, so it was Paul and I, we flew out there. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, the the flight 
on the way there wasn't a red eye, but the flight on the way back was, and that was another shitty plane experience <laughs> that I was thinking I had in the back of my mind when I was telling you about the the London one. But we got a catamaran, mm-hmm. I believe is what it's called, and it ended up being us and like a group of three girls, mm-hmm. I think, and it, it, so it essentially felt like it was our own like private, private yeah like, okay <laughs> and it was uh it was a blast but they went around if i'm remembering right we went around alcatraz and then we went under the bridge ah. and then back again oh nice and it was really cool like wow yeah it was a lot of fun but that's the closest that i've been yeah. to alcatraz i think we went around it alcatraz was, it was a long time ago um we got in there and the downside was it was during fleet week so there's like for they had jets flying around, oh. which was cool because what we were we were seeing these jets while we're on the boat out there, right? And we saw them doing maneuvers with like you know how they have like the smoke coming out and shit. And yeah. They were like going straight perpendicular to the water, like he's gonna oh, fucking. Wow. And then they would like turn it like at the last minute, like whoa. And then you know now you're at Alcatraz, and I don't know if they have guided tours, but we did the audio tour, which I had, would imagine so. Yeah, but we had, we did the audio tour, and it had way more information. Nice. And, and it's like, okay, turn left here, and you should see the hallway here. But it's also during Fleet Week. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting there going like, oh, here and they're not and, yeah. headphones like this. No. Yeah. So you're getting like the whole, in 1960, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to like hit pause and wait a second, and then like, all right, and then where am I? Okay. Then if you look at the floor, you'll find, God, fucking A, man. <laughs> but, you know. It, what I got from it was fun. Yeah. You know, and you just see all these people with headphones and just kind of walking around. Do they have a lot of areas that are like roped off not that you're really. not supposed to go? No. Or you can really. go anywhere you want to? Yeah. You start out, you get your little headphones and stuff, and then you just like, yeah, just hit play and just follow it. And we went to the library, we went to the cell blocks, we went to the ones where the guys escaped, and they, you know, yeah. we got to be in a jail cell. We went to the area where it was like the, the yard. Yeah. You know, did you find the grate where Nicolas Cage puts the VX gas? That one, I'm not sure. Oh, damn, there might have been stuff, but could, like they could still be there. Yeah, but we saw, yeah, it was really cool. And then I think at the end, we went to the, like the warden's office or something, nice. like where it was kind of like uh, we got to see that. And then there was like a, a place where like you turned in your audio equipment, yeah, and then it was like a gift shop. And there is where you saw the open window straight to the city and it was just neat thing and they said guess how far away it is from there to there it's one mile good luck swimming that i mean one mile seems like nothing but like not in this ocean fun fact one mile is from one side this side of our town to that side and then back again that's right yeah one mile that's a hard pass my parents house to mcdonald's that's one mile to there yeah well i guess that makes sense there's that long stretch there that's but anyway, uh, so they had, while we were in like the little gift shop area, they had like The Rock playing and they had The Escape from Alcatraz. Nice. Is that the movie with, uh, yeah. with uh, Eastwood? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. they had that playing and you know, I was like, this looks fucking cool. That's but awesome. I'd like to go back and try I, to actually yeah. like, experience it fully. We will make a uh, family trip of it and yes. you will be included. It was so bizarre, but they had like stuff like, look at the concrete. That is from a... Uh, this is from a prison fight, and someone threw a grenade, and 
part of the concrete exploded because that grenade went off. Where does one? It's like, yeah, I don't know. Get a grenade. <laughs> in prison? If you're a prisoner. I don't know. You traded smokes for it? Right. Good God. I had to have worked. Some. And think about back, like back then? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, San Fran would be cool. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't, and I didn't even know where the fuck I was going. Yeah. You know, I just made it up. So I would imagine if I knew a little bit more information, there would be a whole lot more. But, yeah. Uh, have we talked long enough? I, I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, so. we're at 118 right now. Uh, thanks for checking in, yeah. everybody. This has been fun. Um, yeah, we had the, we had, I, I feel like there's more about the inauguration that we could talk about. Yeah. But, you know, let's move on. Yeah, let's move now, on. Now, we're, we're all in a yeah. better place, whether if, you like it or not. If you guys got some fun travel stories, uh, don't be afraid to post to reach out. Oh, yeah. They're always fun. If you guys want to talk about anything. Yeah. Also, don't forget to check out our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash opposite pod. We did a, uh, a fun video yes, we on did. there for uh, this week for our Tuesday check-in. I don't know his other name. Which is a thing. What's that? Alexander? Yeah. It's just Alexander. Hamilton. Hamilton. It's different. Okay. No, no, no. Different. It's so he subscribed. <laughs> different Alexander. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, you guys rock. Thanks for checking in. Thank you in. so much. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.